0: Point Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get to stepping. If you'd like to stay, let's get hammered.
1: What is going on, people? Welcome. Point Hammond episode 175 going on here.
2: What's going on, John? Not
1: too much, buddy. It's
2: a weird one. Yeah. Have we ever Skyped before?
1: I don't think we have.
2: Coming into Hastingswood Studios from Rajwood <laughs> Studios.
1: Hey, you literally are surrounded by wood over there. Yeah, where am I? Looks like a gay porno
2: my back room here, where I film most of my videos, my gay gay porn videos. <laughs> What's going on, my man? It's been a while. Yeah, yeah it has been a
1: while. I think today is our deadline for for uh, Patreon, isn't it?
2: Uh, no, we're way past that. This will be a freebie. We're actually on uh, the, the three-week schedule now. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Uh, Otherwise, I we- would have well hit you up way over. earlier. No, don't worry about it. So, yeah. What, uh, what have you been up to?
1: Well, I've been pretty motivated. I've been painting every single night for an hour, hour and a half. Finished up an Infinity Aleph Dactyls model, and it turned out pretty sweet. Put some pictures of that up on the blog, so you can check it out over at youmagnificentbastards.com. And let's see, after that, I started right away working on what one of the little Yudbots, or whatever the hell they're called. So I've been working on that, and... Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm about a third of the way done already. So I found some really good audiobooks, and that has been extremely motivating. So yeah, uh, that's been nice. I've been right back in the swing of painting and doing stuff. I went to town with with that airbrush I have. So I've been watching and watching eBay for the Infinity CR, whatever the fuck it all is, (laughs) that you Mm -hmm. recommended. I finally pulled the trigger on it today, but... Over the last couple of weeks, I've probably spent 10 hours working with the current one. And the key to the whole thing, I've been I've been working with the biggest needle there was, which is a 1.0 millimeter. I decided to switch it up and go with the smallest, which is a 0.5 millimeter. And the results were pretty awesome in terms of base coating and even doing very loose highlighting mm-hmm. and priming. And I haven't done the clear coat with it yet, but I've sprayed all kinds of stuff through it. The airbrush paint's pretty fickle. It just doesn't coat well. So if you're using legit airbrush paint, you're putting on, like, ten freaking coats. But uh, if you're just doing, you know, I I got some extender reducer, and then I also use oil, not oil, isopropyl alcohol. Mm -hmm. So I've been uh, using that to cut, like, just real shitty, real old Vallejo game colors and I've had really amazing results and it covers really well and um, yeah, so I've, I've talked a lot of crap about that airbrush but it's been Certainly working did. really freaking well so I'm rather pleased with it and you can't beat the price. It cost me 20 bucks in parts just to get it get it put back together and I didn't even end up using those parts because all those were for the 1.0 needle. So It's been a lot of fun. Once you get into the swing of it it's like you realize the value almost right away i'd gotten all these like uh horsey heresy models from white Tech. he still owes me a few more he's going to bring up for PACA, but he uh they were already painted pretty poorly he he claims he didn't do it but uh despite the fact i decided <laughs> i was just going to prime right over that cuz who cares I, so i just used them mm-hmm. as practice and i probably primed like whatever comes in the, I think it's the Betrayal of Kalf box set, so there's probably 30 models, 40 models there, and a bunch of Dreadnoughts and tons of Space Marine rank-and-file fellas, so that has been going pretty well, and then I got all motivated and started working on all kinds of crap, my Shade Spire stuff, and uh, just all kinds of shit. I have a kill team going for 40K. I base coated them. So today I finally pulled the trigger on the legit airbrush for the detail work. And I'm going to, as soon as that bad boy arrives, I've been watching videos on YouTube on how to paint models with an airbrush. So learning a lot just from watching the videos, but the one I have just will not do the level of detail you need to make anything look really good up close. So. Um, so, yeah, I've been busy with some hobby stuff. It's really nice to be painting again, I can tell you that.
2: Good deal. Glad to and, hear.
1: Yeah, you've been working on some uh, terrain for PACA? Is that uh, what I heard?
2: Yeah, I'm knee-deep in terrain over here, John. <laughs> working on some uh, Realm of Fire tables for WAPACA, and uh, I was pretty pretty low on the morale front, but <laughs> now everything's starting to box together, and... Uh, most of the the hills and, and stuff like that. I'm doing a ton of rocky hills just to kind of base things out, and then I'm going to be going back and adding some interesting details for each table. So basically, those hills they're pretty close to being done, and uh, I'm almost done with with the foam work, and that kind of is getting my motivation going here. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun taking <laughs> taking it easy with the terrain here. But yeah, that's about it. Uh, I did get the Patreon model. I'm going to be painting a actually a Chaos Lord on a demonic steed. Oh jeez! So, yeah, I decided to, to go for that. Is that the one be...
1: that's like a horse?
2: Yeah, or... it's like a the old school guy that yeah, it just kind of looks like a horse and probably what a
1: beefy one, right? Like it's it's bigger than a regular Warhammer horse. Uh,
2: I. <laughs> I don't know that it is. Like, it, uh, it is mounted on a 50-millimeter square Sure. back in the day. But, you know, it's about the size of, like, a Chaos Knight steed. So sure. the, the winner there, Sean Minty, gave me the choice. It could have been our, our Patreon stuff just supposed to be a model on foot. But it was either going to be, like, a Worm Hordes, uh, like a Warcaster or something on foot. Sure. Or, or it could have been this guy. So I'm like, ah, I don't really give a shit. I'll, I'll do the demonic steed. <laughs> so, uh, he's sitting on the sidelines, uh, watching me build all this terrain for the next few weeks here until after PACA, and then I'll be getting back on the, the paint train with that guy there. So.
1: Cool. Yeah.
2: How's it going? I I don't have a an outline an agenda? over here, John. Yeah, I got oh, nothing. I'm just winging it. I don't I don't even know what do we, what we do at we this get? point.
1: Email of the week We haven't done that one in a while
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did get an email back from Ryan Moore uh, Sending some finished photos of the Patreon model I sent him So he had it based up And it really provided the last piece that that thing needed Turned out really awesome So thanks for mm-hmm. follow up on that, Ryan And we have event of the week Let's talk about PACA yeah. We have something else holstered
2: uh, actually we do have a different event because while since we last met I opened up registration for mission critical which is my oh. infinity event in May and so did up a little trailer for that to get everybody motivated and got it out there and basically we're full now I got 32 players coming and a couple on the waiting list and we'll see how how it goes I'm building up a bunch of terrain specifically for that, so that's kind of the limiting factor as far sure. as 32 players go, but in March is my goal to get some of those tables done, and if if I can, if people are interested in those tables and buying buying a table of terrain, if I can get a few people to do that, then I might consider expanding it, but otherwise I just, can't have all these tables of terrain sitting in my basement. <laughs> so <laughs> um, that'll be the, the key factor on that one. So, sure. Yeah, if anybody's curious, just do a search for. Well, uh, I guess I got a website, uh, Mission Critical Infinity, all one word. And presumably, if you search for that on YouTube, you would find the trailer. Otherwise, there is a Facebook page. But yeah, I'm pretty pleased with the response on that. It filled up, well, Basically, I opened up registration, I think, last Friday, maybe Thursday night, and then by Monday, it was full, so... Huh. Uh, yeah, if, you, if you're interested, John, get on get on that waiting list. People are yeah. always dropping.
0: I had to get uh, some
1: games in. The problem is I don't play the freaking games, <laughs> so I'm like the guy that drags all the games down, because I don't know what the hell I'm uh, doing.
2: I wouldn't worry about that, but yeah, it's May, May 4th and 5th, 2019, and then actually I booked... The place for Mission Critical 2020, it's actually going to be moving up to Wasai here, where, where I am, as Bears oh. stepping out. So that'll be interesting, but more details about that probably after Mission Critical this year. Sure. I will need to get in on that. So, yeah, I've been busy on uh, a few different fronts here, but, yeah, Mission Critical, it's going to be the shit.
1: Nice. What else? What else is going on? Anything important, buddy?
2: No, I don't know we'll pack it. It's coming up. So we got about 60, 66, 65 players at this nice. point. So yeah. it's pretty good. Be, it was around 60, and then I closed registration on January 1st, and then we got about 10 more sign-ups once <laughs> I did that. And then now at this point, it's the, the drops are coming in. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's looking Looking good. Should be a good time. Nice. Yeah. Are you coming after that? Uh...
0: Yeah,
1: I was planning on it. I was planning on being there a couple of days, helping out with the running and the whatever I can do. Mm-hmm. Probably get some games in and swill some beers.
0: Yeah, good time. I got to
1: give the old uh, paint, the blending tutorial to Dave White Tech. Mm, nice. Show him some of the secrets to that and the smooth blending he's talking about. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Been a while since I gave a little tutorial, and uh, yeah, so cool. What do we got? We got. You been listening to any audio or regular books?
2: I haven't been doing any audio or regular books, sad to say. Uh, I've been all over. My terrain area is down here in the basement, and I've been doing a little bit in my back room here, a little bit out in the garage. Little bit all over us. So I don't really have a base of operations as far as that. I guess my computer's down here. I've been listening to Fraser Kane on mm. YouTube. This guy's pretty dope. He talks about space and shit like that. So I guess that's probably the closest thing to an audiobook at this point. Sure. Um, but yeah, he's got plenty of material there. It's just space, space stuff. He's living okay. the dream
1: sciencey astrophysics type stuff or just more... Yeah,
2: not not 2D. More like space news type stuff rather okay. than uh, a channel that gets into the nitty-gritty of the uh, formulas and stuff like that. So Sure. Uh, what about yourself? You been listening to anything?
1: Well, it's a wrapped up Fever Dream by George R.R. R. Martin and that was the one that took place between about 1850 and in mid-1870s. And that that really caught me. It's not what you would have expected from George R R Martin. It's like a vampire story on riverboats, mostly down around New Orleans, but they also talk about coming all the way up to Minnesota area. So mm-hmm. that was really good. If you're just looking for something different, jump into that. I recommend it. It's uh, I wasn't sure at first, but it really caught me by the end. And then. After that was over, I was disappointed because I thought for sure I was going to fizzle out and not do any modeling for a while because there was nothing good to listen to. But I found a book called Working for Bigfoot by Jim Butcher, and it's a Harry Dresden book. And that okay. ended up being really good. It's short, it's only about three and a half hours on audio, but it was just three stories of Harry and jobs that he did for Bigfoot related to Bigfoot's son, who's half human. So if you're if you're into Harry Dresden and you haven't checked out working for Bigfoot, definitely check that out. It was really good. And then you know is it's
2: there, is there just it's, one Bigfoot?
1: It's the same Bigfoot that he's working with, but there are others. You just don't meet any others. Okay. And then after that, I found another book called Shadowed Souls, which I'm about this is short stories again, significantly longer. Um, the first story though follows Molly Carpenter who is one of the characters in the Dresden sh- series and her yeah. first job as the Winter Lady. And if you know what that means, then you must be into Dresden. But So that was really good. It's actually, I believe it was written by Jim Butcher himself, and it uh, it just follows her first little act of getting out and doing something as the Winter Lady. And it's weird because it's she's written a lot like Harry, where she's supposed to be like this... I don't know, 19-year-old chick who's smoking hot, but she's like super pervy on every dude she sees. <laughs> a little, like, this is not the way. But he plays nice. it off as if somehow the being the mantle of the Winter Lady like makes her far more, I don't know, horned up. I guess. So, she's the Winter Horn Dog, and uh, like <laughs> gets a little weird at one part where there like she's there's some graphic sex acts described, <laughs> but I mean not like you know, full on, but I was listening to it like, what the hell's going on? I'm not not trying to listen to this, but anyways, it was still, that story was really good, and it's the first in the Shadowed Souls book, um, which is, they list Jim Butcher's name really big, but it also, I believe, is, that's the show Carrie Hughes at the top of the book, so, so far, that's really good. The second story is about some succubus who dates roller derby girls and she gets kidnapped and i don't really know where it's going yet but (laughs) Uh (laughs) But whatever it's it sounds very dresdeny and is written very dresdeny um so but i don't but there's no reference to anything dresdeny like she's a succubus and there's clearly other types of fairy life around so Mm -hmm. but i don't think it takes place in the same world anyways that's Shadowed Souls. Again, I recommend that. Not as much as I recommend working for Bigfoot. That was the bomb. But So, yeah, I've been mean, listening to all kinds of shows. It's, it's kind of nice because I if that's one of the things I miss. You just sit and work on your nerd nerd models and I can zone out to an audiobook. It's great. Mm-hmm. Are you currently obsessing over anything, buddy?
2: Uh, yeah, I guess we've been watching a show in the evenings here with Kelly on Netflix. Do you still have Netflix, John?
1: We have the password of some friends' Netflix account, Yeah, okay.
2: We've been watching Happy, which is, it comes from Sci-Fi Network. It has Christopher Maloney, the dude from Special Victims Unit. Sure. Have you ever seen Wet Hot American Summer? I don't think so. It's a comedy, and anyways, Christopher Maloney has, he's just like a weird, cook in that and he has a like an intimate relationship with like a can of beans that talks to him and it's it's like the the high point of that movie is him and so this is basically someone is like yeah we need to get a a tv show with christopher maloney um doing something like that so he's like a former cop like a new york detective and uh he's kind of fallen from grace and he is a, a hitman now and stuff like that but He ends up like nearly dying and his daughter that he didn't know about gets kidnapped and her imaginary friend which is like a little tiny flying unicorn (laughs) and it's like a cg like generated thing voiced by Patton oswald is uh like goes out to find christopher maloney and get him to help save save his daughter and uh yeah, so he's the only one who can see this, like, little tiny, like, happy little kid's unicorn. And it, it's really funny. I don't know if it's – it definitely could be based off a comic book. I wouldn't be surprised if it was. But all the writing and, like, plot twists are definitely very comedic. And I, I'd be curious how this possibly aired on a sci-fi network because um, there's a lot of graphic language and, like, <laughs> sure. uh, some really – graphic moments uh, sexually that I don't know how how they would show on there, but it's really good um, and very, very entertaining. Sure. Yourself, John?
1: Uh, Let's see. I have about 100 things. We've been working on purchasing a business, and I've been watching reams and reams of YouTube stuff related to that. That's still kind of on the down low, though, so
0: Mm,
1: hopefully I get that bad boy under contract here. We've been negotiating this shit for weeks, and we finally came to an agreement, so we're just waiting on... I'm waiting on the seller to get some contracts back from his attorney, so we're buying some property on land contract, and Mm -hmm. yeah, I'll talk about that later if it actually comes to pass, but it seems like everything's nailed down. We just got to get some cash together and get some contracts signed, so I'm still... Wrapped up in my Rimworld disaster. I didn't play it every day. I wrapped up all my playthroughs except for two, (laughs) which is nice because I think I had like four going before. So you just have two, you realize you get a lot of extra free time because you don't have to be recording video games and like making all these videos out Mm of it. So so I have extra free time. Um, I started reading The Thousand Suns. Uh, Horace Heresy book after I finished the Dark Angels one so the second Dark Angels book in the Heresy series leaves it all open ended again but it's where some of them actually turn coat and uh, it, it doesn't necessarily seem that they've turned to chaos but they have turned away from the Emperor but of course the book gets left open ended so you're you're just still a bit unsure as to you know where that's all at, but it was still a good book and a good read in its own right. Um, and God knows if there's there at book like 45 or something now, and I don't think the next one in the Dark Angels like <laughs> part of that series has come out. So and I'm on book maybe that was book 11 I think maybe 12. So it's been quite a long time and they haven't gotten to it. So that's a little disappointing, but uh, anyways the Thousand Sun stuff is... These guys are by far my favorite Legion. Pre-Heresy Thousand Suns are pretty awesome. Like it's has been riveting. They're very different than the other factions because they have all these psychic powers or other chapters, mm-hmm. I should say, with, with all the crazy psychic powers they have. So you, you get like a real taste right away about how that stuff works and just how powerful they are. So they're the ones where everything's Egyptian-themed and their names are Egyptian-based and all that. So it's... It's pretty cool. It's like mythology plus space marines. <laughs> so uh-huh. I'm enjoying that. It's been pretty solid. Um, and then RimWorld, I'm still working on the RimHammer, the End Times mods. So I made the the main one was done, and I've been working on the Dwarf one now. So trying to figure out how to make sensible dwarf ale so that because in this in the fluff dwarves can live off the ale for months and months at a time so i'm working on that uh getting some images i just yesterday i wrapped up all the hair images that are going to go on the little characters in the game and there's over a thousand subscribers like i think it was 1200 and something subscribers to the first mod i made on steam so it's really taken off too i'm getting lots of feedback and This fella reached out. He's going to help me do the images. That's part of where I get bogged down because you're trying to do configuration, programming, and then take all this time to make all these images. So I got a couple guys that have reached out. One of them's ready to come on board and start. He wants to start with making the beards, which I was looking forward to doing, (laughs) but I'm happy to offload some of it. So I got a guy that's going to do beards, armor, and weapons for me. And that should be... That should actually speed things up quite a bit. So then, for my third mod in this series, and there, there'll be one for every race, and then I'll jump in and do some Age of Sigmar ones.
2: So wouldn't these be more like squats? I mean, if they have guns and stuff, or uh, no. There, my, no.
1: My first, the like the base Rimhammer, the End Times mods removes everything from the game after the medieval period. Uh. <laughs> so you start with that, and then you add the other mods in. Um, And, you know, there's nothing saying people have to use that first mod. They're all separate, Mm -hmm. so you could just leave the game as it is, but add Warhammer Dwarfs into it. Or Rimhammer Dwarfs, sorry. (laughs) Uh, Everybody's, like, one of the number one comments I get is, you better watch it, man, with that Patreon link. Games Workshop's going to get on your shit. And I'm like, well, if they do, then I don't have to spend the next God knows how many years, like, popularizing shit that's probably somehow going to come around and make them more money and certainly hasn't made me any money so so mm-hmm. yeah that's you know how people are especially on the internet but uh but yeah it's been fun making it too cuz you get to think that I'm trying to see if I can implement a book of grudges in the game so your faction would have there'd be a little tab and you could click it and see who you have grudges against and if you like <laughs> Kill so many or someone in a faction you have a grudge against, then you get like everybody gets a little mood boost for having killed a someone and ending a grudge, and that's that's pretty involved in terms of how the game works. So I'm not 100% sure how to make it happen yet, but that would be one of my goals here. So so yeah, lots of stuff going on with that, and it's been taking up a fair amount of my time as well. I had I had a tenant pass away in mid December, and I've been like. Her family's oh, wow. been paying her rent since she passed. She'd been living there for like decades. And when I finally got in there, I noticed that like the toilet was wobbly as shit. So the whole floor around the toilet's rotted. So today mm-hmm. I actually finished the whole job. Um like I, I ended up having to... got this whole bathroom and that includes ripping out the subfloor and then redo this fucking iron piping in this place. And none of the <laughs> none of the like drain pipes or PVC because that would be too easy to work with. So it's all fucking iron. So I reworked some drains and rebuilt the whole floor and then put a new finished floor on there and it's just been one hell of a job. So today was the day I wrapped that up. So Plus it's not a cheap job because you're fucking always needing to buy supplies. So, so I've been busy on that too. But I wouldn't say I'm obsessing over it. I've mostly been <laughs> dreading it. But on the plus side... She left all kinds of snacks and drinks in her house. So
2: nice. <laughs> all kinds of weird. Like, Cheetos. What are we talking here?
1: Like chips, these weird little old lady chocolatey cracker things and uh, lots of sodas. She was like a Sprite or a 7-Up lady. And I found some double stout or extra stout Guinnesses in there that I drank.
0: <laughs> like I'm just
1: there all alone. And like uh, today I was trying to hang a door and I hadn't eaten anything, so I like I literally almost fell over. I got dizzy, like trying to screw the screws in this door. I'm like, I gotta eat something, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like a mouse just sneaking through the house eating stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, I've been pretty busy.
2: Yeah, sounds like it. Should we I don't know, is this the part where you take a break, John? I uh, Don't yeah, have the schedule. This is it, buddy. I need this you to get great. me through. Okay, we'll be right
0: back. Here's some Morgan Freeman. <laughs> get busy painting, or get busy dying.
2: vaping again john no man no
0: all right, all right.
2: we're back we john? are freaking back got a little something for you what you got you got something the game that we played before something for me but nobody heard it yeah we're gonna do, we're gonna do that again
1: <laughs> oh yeah you were sending me images that's right
2: yeah so this game's inspired. By the Rally in the Valley podcast, which I think I mentioned last time, you did. Well, we played it and we lost it. So now we're gonna we're gonna do it again. It's one of those we could revisit from time to time for sure. There's always nuggets out here. So what we're doing here is I got some uh, I'm on eBay. I got my pro painted images here. I'm gonna share them with John, and then he's going to guess. What that painter wants for the buy it now price for mm-hmm. these models. So
1: I better close my eBay tabs here, so I don't. Oh, I'm not yeah. tempted to cheat.
2: I, I don't want you googling while we're. <laughs> there's gonna be a time limit, 60 seconds here at the most. Um. So yeah. So these are pro painted. They mm-hmm. so, some of them aren't, aren't that bad this time actually. But are you gonna um, post these I pictures somewhere? Interesting. I'll post links to the auction on the Patreon page, and those will be public, so people you you won't have to be pay any money to see those links. You can just go there, click them, and then go to the hopefully the eBay auction, assuming they're still up, which usually the buy it nows are just perpetually on there. So I think I think that'll work, and maybe they'll be I don't know maybe be inspired to make a purchase after our <laughs> discussion here today. So. Yeah, well, let's get started. So one thing with eBay is getting images off there is kind of a pain in the ass because uh, their little thingy like always zooms in, you know? Yeah. So I'm doing my best here. Um, I'm going to give you another pick here, John. Okay. But since we're audio only, you're going to have to use your vocal.
1: Yeah, to describe these.
2: To, to describe what we're looking at here.
1: So we have five models total, or are there more than uh,
2: that? I think it's. Let me let me bring it up. So I'm gonna say the name of the auction.
1: Ooh, now I'm gonna go look at it.
2: Um, uh, so it's these like are six total. Ah, uh, there's actually, I think there's nine of them. So these are Lord uh-huh. of the Rings dwarves, and there's a king there, and eight eight of his buddies there. Okay.
1: So to describe it, it's like. Base coat. The base coats look like they're reasonably well done. You don't see a lot of, like, you know, colors and spots that they weren't intended. The glue job's pretty shit. The guy in the front on the first pick, it looks like his hand is not in the right spot, but that's another story. So it's, like, probably prime black, single base coat, and then any kind of hair it looks like it was inked and then dry brushed. And... It's all just one color there's no like layers of highlighting maybe there was an attempt made on the king's cloak but that's questionable <laughs> so uh-huh. and whoever did the dry brushing did the worst job of dry brushing I've ever seen in my life that's what the, I was gonna
2: say like did he did he dry brush or, or not it's so it's so sloppy he, he had too much paint on the brush
1: yeah for sure and then the bases are just... Rocks of a different couple different colors glued to them. They're round bases because Lord of the Rings, and but they're not sealed down. I guarantee there's rocks flecking off that. I can tell right now there's rocks (laughs) flecking off that friggin' base, and it they just look like I could have done this level of painting probably around 10 to 12 years old. Like this, it's bad. Mm-hmm. I think everything was probably base coated and inked because the boots appear that that was the case as well. But oh god, so there's nine of them, huh? Yeah. I'm gonna say. If... I'm
2: just gonna. I'm gonna say I don't. I don't think they're inked at all. I think he actually painted everything on. I think. I think inking was too advanced. For, think for this so? Painter. Look at the
1: hair and the beards though. That that. You think it was just a really dark, dark like base coat or something?
2: Yeah, that's what I think.
1: Like the axe halves and some on some of them are clearly bent really bad. <laughs> yeah. Like he's maybe it's just the motion that he's swinging it so fast that it, yeah. it just looks like it's bent.
2: It's generating a lot of force.
1: The yeah. skin has like a single layer of like elf flesh. It just they just look bad. I wouldn't pay anything for these. In but, fact, if I had them, I wouldn't try and sell them. I'd probably just throw them away.
2: <laughs> but it did give the bitter the courtesy of giving some nice close-up photos and so uh i will thank them for that i think he's being open and honest here anyways so okay so there's there's nine of them so uh
1: so uh, just because you you brought this up and put it in front of me i'm gonna say this person's trying to get 45 dollars
2: 45 dollars john you wish you were paying forty-five dollars for these guys. Retail price one hundred and forty-nine dollars and ninety-five cents.
1: I wonder what the cost of these models are. Like they'd be worth more if he wouldn't have done anything to them. Uh-huh. They might look okay if you didn't want nice-looking models and you like tabletop height.
2: Uh-huh. They
1: might look alright if you didn't care what they looked like.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think that's it. I'd be embarrassed
1: to whip these babies out, though. I really would.
2: The thing to factor in, because I was looking through stuff, and there was loads of kind of crappily painted tyrannids and, like, bloodthirsters and stuff, Uh, but then I was like, well, actually, I'm not, you know, some of the new plastic kits are, like, 100 and... 120 bucks 130 bucks plus you know i don't even know yeah. what you know that's what they were when i was getting out of the gw stuff for the most part so like i don't know maybe that you know maybe that bloodthirster is just being charged the retail price and it, it, it's it's <laughs> not really anything crazy so uh yeah well off by a factor of three we'll see we'll see we'll see how that affects you because Last time Last it was time, throwing you
1: off, yeah, you had You did this to me on purpose, where you sent me one that was completely <laughs> out- outlandishly priced, and then you got one that was reasonably priced, and then you... so you. I think you're working some bullshit here too.
2: I do not worry about that. Uh, okay, let me let's get the next one going here. And this one is these are actually D and D models.
1: Okay, uh, I don't know anything about D&D, but I'll, and I'll, take,
2: so, I'll take a peek. Yeah, usually <laughs> it is primarily just Warhammer stuff, but I found the Lord of the Rings one and then these D&D guys. And I do have a little close-up pick here.
1: So these must be ogres?
2: Yeah, they are three ogres. And then one of them is maybe an Ettin, the guy with two heads. Those those are Ettins.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah, the Ettin.
2: I only know that. But these
1: guys don't look terrible. Yeah, There's no...
2: They're actually, they're not too bad.
1: If I was, I wouldn't call them painted because, like, the skin is just, like, dwarf flesh and then an ink coat. Same for the bones. It's, like, you know, bone color with an ink coat or a wash, whatever. The fur looks pretty shitty. I'd be embarrassed if I had fur like that on any of my models. The fur is, like, dry brush. It's better than the last one, though. So I don't know what these guys... I have no concept what they could be worth retail. If these could be collector's items. Mm, I, <laughs> they look old school. I, they're pretty shitty models.
2: I doubt it. They look like they're kind of plastic to me or mm. like resin or something.
0: I don't know. There's yeah. a lot
2: of official like D&D kind of plasticky models that they sell. So. But, but they're
1: definitely better than the lab. They do have that bug-eyed, like There's like the eyeball is a little dot in the middle of the eye, like on the mm. edden.
2: Well, it's too bad we don't know what these base models are because not only is it being advertised as pro-painted, it's being advertised as pro-modified as well.
1: <laughs> oh, that's too bad because we should have a field day with that. <laughs> so, yeah, these are definitely better than the last ones. Yeah. I think I was probably still painting like this by fucking 12 years old, though. There's no, There's no technique or skill that isn't real basic here. It's like... Base coat ink, base coat ink, maybe a little dry brush on the fur, and the hair. Not all the hair, just some. Or the wood, even. So, anyways. So last time I went five bucks a model, cause that okay. seemed outlandish. This time I'm gonna, cause these are probably bigger models. So they're,
2: they're bigger. Go. I will say, John, the last one had free shipping. Uh, this one, there is a six dollar and twenty five cent shipping charge. You want to factor in?
1: Okay. I'm gonna say forty six fifty.
2: Forty six fifty.
1: So ten bucks a model. Ten bucks. John these models had to cost something.
2: That's true. Yeah, that that might be the retail price, but once you factor in the paint, John, a fair price would be two hundred dollars for these bad boys.
1: <laughs> 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 oh my fuck. That's insane.
2: <laughs> um, wow. That's awesome.
1: These are gonna sit till the end of time. They might, yeah. There's gonna be nothing left but eBay auctions for these shitty models and cockroaches when all people are fucking dead. This is just absurd. It might
2: be the, I don't know. You might be able to make an offer on these bad boys. Maybe you could offer 46 bucks and see if they'll no. go for it.
1: I didn't say I'd buy them at 46. I was trying to come up with an outlandish number that this schmuck would be asking for. <laughs> outlandish. <laughs> and again. It's not the paint job I'm making fun of. It's the pro-painted and the price. Yeah. Because this is pure absurdity.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Actual paint job is is fine on these guys, I'll say. But
1: It's not pro-painted. Yeah. But it looks fine. It looks fine. The models are pretty shit. And in a, I like the fat one on the far right. He looks pretty cool. He's like a bald guy with these big chops. Mm-hmm. The Eton's terrible. He's got, like, his toenails, he actually has claws on his feet. But but like the whole is toe just stops and a claw starts. It's really fucked up looking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I got I got one. I got three three more for you here. So
1: um, three more auctions or three more pictures.
2: Three more three more auctions. So we're about right. halfway through. So this one doing
1: pretty I shit was,
2: here. Uh, pretty impressed with this one. So I actually went through the trouble of. Getting a bunch of pictures going for you here. So here's the here's the overall, and then I'll give you some close-ups as well.
1: It's like a is that an Eldar Titan? No, it's an orc. <laughs> it's an Eldar Titan converted with an orc driving it. It's a, at least this person has some imagination. The paint job's not good, but there's some imagination put into this one yeah. at least.
2: The title is this. The title yeah. is custom pro painted 40k orc titan.
1: Yeah, I think that's a. that's got to be a Forge World Eldar uh, model, right? Okay.
2: It's actually an old McFarlane model that was repainted. Because uh, if you look at like, the texture of it...
1: Yeah, sure. It's it,
2: so, yeah, it looks like
1: beaten copper or something in a lot of spots. Yeah, it is
2: weird that he went with the 40k uh, Orc Titan and not... Because it, it does look kind of pretty Eldar-y, like an old, yeah. goofy Eldar Titan. But he put a bunch of checks on it, and then a, just a little tiny orc head, like, inside it. it must be driving it. Well, I think it.
1: there's a whole orc in there, like, supposed to be driving it. But if you had this badass battle suit, you certainly wouldn't leave yourself open to a single bolter <laughs> shot from a space marine yeah. to kill you and take down the whole machine. So there's that. Uh-huh. So, all right, I guess i got to get to figuring out what this piece of shit's worth. <laughs> At least they had some imagination so the thought was cool. I even liked the little bro driving it. He looks hilarious in there. And it's a it's actually a pretty cool model overall.
2: Mhm. Yeah, this one's pretty uh, cool.
1: Uh, it's not pro-painted. It's like base-coated. It's definitely
2: pro-modified, though, I would say. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know what the stock model would look like, but... All right, let's say... Oh, God... 150 bucks
2: 150 bucks John you are in For a steal It's only 75 bucks For this bad oh. boy
1: Oh See this guy You know that might Actually be worth it If You'd have to repaint The whole thing But <laughs> If you were looking For something cool And different Yeah that one's alright
2: Yeah I think I think that one's alright That one's not too bad
1: Yeah some, uh... See you're fucking Jerking me around You <laughs> son of a bitch
2: <laughs> I like this one You're just showing Some, some creativity yeah. Okay, we got a couple more to go here. Two more. This Did. one, we're not uh, we're not going single model here. I di- I just have one picture here, but you should be able to get a good idea of what we're looking at. We're looking at forty old school Saurus warriors.
1: Is it saying that they're pro painted?
2: These are pro painted. Yes. They don't even fucking look painted. <laughs> It's like somebody sprayed them all gray,
1: dry brushed the armor plates white, and put some copper on some of it. The shields aren't even fucking (laughs) painted. The shields are supposed to be copper. This is (laughs) bullshit. I wish you could leave comments on auctions the same way you could, like, on other
2: spots. Oh, my gosh. That would be awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because we could fucking rip this guy a new one for being a retard. So... Yeah, okay. so The basing, it, these guys are all on square bases, and it, they use that, like, sprinkly green flock stuff from back in the day. hmm And it, all the bases are just coated yeah. in it. It's very monotone. The only thing that really stands out is the little bit of copper that you see that looks like it might have been inked. So it's like, base coat, medium gray, dry brush a little bit with white, pick out a few things with copper. It looks like they painted the wood real shittily as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, how many of them? 40. 40, okay. John. Uh, might have to pick I these wouldn't... up for old time's sake.
1: Yeah, you've... These guys used to kick my dwarf's ass all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that just thinking of that, that's probably why I'm so pissed off right now just looking at them. I think... It's not like they're collector's items. They're shit. The new source look really cool. These guys look like... If an orc could fuck a Saurus and they could have an offspring, they would kind of look like this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna go forty bucks. Man. Forty bucks, just a dollar <laughs> a piece.
2: You're just hovering in the forties there, John. Well,
1: I said 150 last time. Yeah. I wouldn't pay more. Well, I wouldn't pay anything. But if he's asking more than a dollar a model, then he's got his head so far up his fucking ass.
2: Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's the fucking price? Price. Okay, you said a buck a model. Yeah. Uh, he's actually looking to get five apiece, so a grand total of $200 for the lot.
1: Oh, my f- shit. Oh, God. I just sent him a fucking direct message just to tell him that he's a dipshit. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Like, if... Does he have them listed as, like, OOP and collectors or something?
2: Uh, no, they're just pro-pa- propainted. They actually listed pro paint. You didn't even put the ED on the end.
1: Oh, my God. This is absurd. <laughs> this is changing my outlook on humanity in a fucking negative way.
2: Well, I'm surprised. As a landlord, I think you've seen it all, but I guess this is giving you some new perspective.
1: Well, this is, like, near and dear to my heart. Like, tenants are generally... Well, it's hit or miss, I guess, but when they're shit, they're fucking big shit, and that's that's what you get into if you don't screen your tenants. Mm-hmm. This fucking guy got into trying to sell some real <laughs> shitty models as if they were propane. That's just a flat-out lie.
2: <laughs> uh, okay, we got one more, John. This will be right. easy easy peasy. Fucking I got two, lay it on me. two shots for you. So this is Looks like a, yeah. it's a Skaven scaven warlock. Uh, oh yeah. I think it might be from like one of the, the last like intro set that they did. I, I think this warlock was in there.
1: Is is this all the pics? There's some fucking shitty ass pictures for a guy trying to sell
2: some propane and models. Yeah, those are the the two pics. So it's a warlock engineer, and he he did specify that it was never played with. So just just factor that in.
1: You can literally see, like, bits of, like, dust or cat hair or something on the fucking base. <laughs> Maybe it's mouse hair. And in, in the second picture, the focus is on the table, not on the models. So it's just fucking blurry. <laughs> it's,
2: the, it's the best you could do. You could see that, like, the top-down photos weren't weren't getting the job done, showing off the masterpiece. So All right. Can you uh, so yeah, describe it? For, so it's for- a
1: skaven with a, like, a pistol with a bell end on it, like a, I that's kind of a rifle with a, like an open barrel like you used to see on cartoons where it expands outward and a couple hoses run into it. Is this converted or is this stock?
2: It might be converted. I don't, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it doesn't it, fucking it matter. didn't that specify. And it's got a big backpack on that you can't really see too well in these shitty pictures, but see, <laughs> so he does have some really interesting things going that could have made it cool so like on the gun he's got this rust effect going and so the metal on the gun looks pretty good yeah, and I think he tried the same thing on the helmet
2: on his breastplate too looks like he, yeah. he gave it a wash so.
1: where the fuck how the fuck you see that oh okay in the second picture the blurry ass picture so he's got some decent rust technique going it's not pronounced enough for a model this small but it it looks good like you would do some shit like that on a, like a showpiece model because it's it just looks well done and then you can see in the first pic that is the foot is highlighted not terribly and you can see some brush strokeage there but but a lot of it's like seems to be either unhighlighted or maybe just washed or something like the hoses that go out to the gun that the colors of don't flow at all with the rest of the model the warp stone is a big fail Because usually you can have some fun And really make it pop But it's like painted dark green And then inked black I think mm-hmm. So that was a fail The backpack appears to just be painted bronze Nothing else done to it but You can tell this this person could Really get it together and do some cool shit They should do a Necron army with that rust effect And they'd fucking have some propainted shit Oh yeah. But this Is like I don't know Fifteen-year-old bullshit here. This is not propane. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is a single model. We don't know if it's converted. What would you ask? If it's got a purple robe, you can't even tell that the fucking robe is purple in the first pic. Yeah. And you can see it in the second one, but it's blurry as shit. Oh god. And it's not. It don't, you can't tell if it's highlighted well because the picture's so crap.
2: Yeah, uh, looks like it might be might be inked. It looks like everything got an ink wash, I would say. Yeah.
1: All right. I'm going to say for one fucking model, well, I wouldn't pay anything for this, and I'd be embarrassed to, to play with it. It's still on a fucking square base. So this is an age of Sigmar. This must have been sitting around for a while, and it might have been his best model. He decided to sell it and propane. It. <laughs> his best <And> that's, model. <laughs> that's how you end up getting insulted on a fucking podcast, but... Mm, I'm going to go... I'm I'm trying to think what somebody else would ask for this. So I wouldn't pay any... I wouldn't fucking jerk off and have it given to me. (laughs) If if I owned it, I would throw it away. It's that bad. It's not worth the effort to strip. Overall. Mm, Fifteen bucks.
2: Fifteen bucks. John, you're off again, buddy. By about a factor of four. We're looking for a, a buy it now of... Sixty-four dollars and Whoa, ninety-seven cents. Fucking god, god! Why we get? I gotta
1: send eBay the idea to let us comment on auctions, man. Because that would be like a whole fucking subculture of people ripping on shit. That would be really like the internet needs more negativity, I guess. <laughs> the beside the negativity we're putting out right now. <laughs> so
0: right. Was, again, he had one. some
1: good stuff going. It's just not fucking propaneed you think people like just search pro painted and only bid on stuff that are pro painted because you
2: got to you, you got to label pro painted or else people, people aren't gonna do find that it. Shit. They're not gonna find it, man.
1: I I'm going to look that up later and see if there's anything that's actually legitimately pro painted. Mhm. Oh yeah, see there's some stuff that looks good like straight away.
2: Yeah, there's tons so, of like uh, like titans and tanks.
1: It's shit that you know, can raiders like this, and shit. If yeah. you just if you just go to eBay and do Warhammer Pro Painted, like the first things a titan. It's clearly airbrushed so they're clearly picking models that are
2: yeah, they're, they're you priced can easily
1: finished. Yeah, yeah, priced sensibly too for a fucking model that size. I think those models are really expensive. So, anyways, mm. us uh, fun to rip on shit. All right, Pro Painted jerks.
2: Well, better better luck next time, buddy.
1: <laughs> better luck next time you schmuck <laughs> you fucking schmuck Okay. point hammered history I've been fucking looking back cause for the rim hammer stuff I need all these images of weapons and armor and shit like that so I've been just digging through the dwarf bin and it's been pretty nostalgic looking at models from damn near 20 years ago that I painted and lived with for, like, a decade. So I've been really reliving the dwarf stuff and having a good time with that. But Mm -hmm. um, it's funny how messed up it... Like, things have changed so much. I don't have any Caradron overlords, but I was looking at images of them to see if I can incorporate any of that kind of artwork into the mod, and it... uh, it's like dwarves are significantly larger in age of Sigmar than they were back in the year 2000 i can tell you that so i don't know i've I've been going down that nostalgia plus i've been digging out Mm -hmm. all the old warhammer dwarf books and even back to like the i don't know maybe third or fourth edition whatever the hell it was army books just to get ideas for haircuts and beards and stuff like that and uh Things have things are like a lot cooler and crisper and awesome now, so that's that's a good thing. But I do think they're lacking a bit in,
0: mm,
1: well, I don't know what to call it, classic fantasy character maybe.
0: Sure.
1: <laughs> so oh, that, like when dwarfs had school, yeah, bulbous red noses because they were drunk and like big bushy eyebrows and shit. <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't know. It would be interesting
2: to get a Caradon overlord model next to like an old metal dwarf. Multi- like, like multi
1: part like plastic. Or, yeah, even uh
2: yeah, the original Klansman kit. Yeah. Just to, just to see.
1: That makes for some fun blog posts probably, but who's got the time for that shit? I
0: don't know.
1: You've been uh listening to a podcast or you said no earlier? Do you got anything to
2: share? Uh Yeah, I guess I have been listening to a podcast. I've been working through a podcast called New Game Plus. It's a retro video game podcast. Um, These are pretty fun to listen to. And they just have a... So every week they play an old retro game and then they come back and discuss it. So it's a solid formula for getting episodes out. So... I think they're on episode 165 I just I think I had a friend on Facebook mention them so I've been checking them out. But the quality is really good and it's three guys and they're they're pretty entertaining and they kind of run the gamut. They have some PC games in there and uh, as well as like Nintendo Super Nintendo, that kind of shit. So um, yeah a lot of a lot of content there. Uh, my favorite still for gaming podcasts is emulate this. Uh, but they come out every week or two, so they're not quite as, uh, prolific as these guys. So these guys are good for filling in the gaps when I want to indulge. I don't have time for video games, but, you know, I like to, to, to listen about it. You know, it's just, it's just as good as playing the game. Pretty much. Um, actually, I have been getting a little retro gaming in. I played this game, so I did that front front line gun hazard game was pretty fun so i got a couple other games that these are like japanese ones that somebody in the modern times converted to english sure um so yeah, one of them is called chaos seed it's like really bizarre but it's pretty fun like it's kind of like a precursor to like those old remember like when the dungeon master game came out i think in the 90s on pc but you'd create your own dungeon and then heroes would come in and you'd have to set traps and stuff like this. Well, this is kind of like a, almost like a Super Nintendo version of that, where you got to build a dungeon to uh, kind of unlock like the power of the earth. You are kind of like a feng shui master guy, so you are like, <laughs> building these caves and stuff. And then, like these townspeople come in and try to fuck with your shit, and you got to beat them up and like kill them and stuff. So, <laughs> it, it, yeah, so it's called Chaos Seed. It's a really interesting game, like. Kind of, I don't think there's any other game like it. It's kind of way ahead of its time. But the one thing I don't like about it is there's some role-playing elements, but uh, basically each scenario you kind of start from scratch at, like, level zero. And so, like, you kind of build up, and you kind of end up just doing the same thing, like, over and over, because there's, like, sure. some rooms that are, like, really good that you need to win. And then, like, some of the other rooms you can build, like, are kind of useless. So, like, you just kind of end up doing the same thing over and over. So, I kind of stopped playing that one. But I got a good probably five or seven hours out of it. Yeah, just a nice little diversion. So, yeah, Chaos Seed. That's a good one. Nice. But, yeah, New Game Plus is the podcast that if you don't have time to play Chaos Seed... Well just give give that podcast a listen, my friend. <laughs> so anyways. I don't know. Is that it? I think we're getting to the end of the schedule, if my memory serves me.
1: Let's see, we have useful hobby product. So I'm gonna recommend that airbrush I've been using. I see one right here on eBay. The first one that comes up is forty five bucks or best offer. And for that price it's well worth dabbling in. Like some of them here, it's the Posh VL series. And here's one for 24.70. dollars Like the shit is cheap and affordable. And I got my compressor from Harbor Freight for like 60 or 65 bucks. So you can be all in for like, – yeah, some of these are definitely under 40 bucks. So you can be all in for under 100 bucks, And you still need some paints and you still need reducer, extender, alcohol, I don't ever bother spraying water through mine, but um, but you can use your existing like G Dub or Vallejo paints or whatever the hell you have, and if you've been thinking about it, this is this would be a cheap way to jump in and mess around with it. Once you kind of get the swing of it and figure out how it's working and what makes sense, there's all these different controls on the thing, so you can like like the little you push the thing down or you pull it back to control air and paint coming out of it, and you um, you can, like, throttle it. There's a little, like, thing on the back you can screw in or screw out so that you can't pull, the, pull it all the way back so that allows less paint to go through so that you can, like, essentially set a governor on how much paint's coming through the gun. And when I was doing my base coating, that was, like, one of the best things to figure out because if you pull it all the way back then there's way too much fucking paint coming out of this thing. But if you set it so you can only go about two thirds of the way back, it's fucking perfect. And mm-hmm. like it made for it made everything really easy. I didn't even have to think too much about it. Just like push it down to get as much air flowing, pull it back all the way. Once I had the governor set right and just like swoosh it over the models to your heart's content. You really couldn't screw it up at that point. So uh, just learning those little things about the gun, and like here's a used one, actually two of them for twenty two fifty. Like it, it's a cheap buy-in on this whole fucking setup. And I don't know if Harbor Freight's nationwide, but I'm sure you can pick up a. The the one I have is a oilless compressor. It's not a big tank. I think it's just pretty standard for for an airbrush compressor really. But but it's so far it's worked great. It's got a water catch in it and. You don't, you don't have to do anything. You take it out of the box and plug it in, and you're ready to go. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So I'm going to say get yourself a cheap airbrush. If you've been thinking about it or wanting to get involved with it and just start mucking around with it, get a bunch of junk models. Like, Don't go on eBay and buy any pro-painted, even though they clearly need to be painted <laughs> over. <laughs> but see if you can get, like, 20 or 30 just whatever models on the cheap. And then it, that worked out really well for me, too, just being able to focus on... First I'm gonna prime, and you know, like I just practice on a box when I'm not sure if there's too much paint coming out or what the situation is, and uh, and yeah, it, it worked out really well to have a ton of models sitting around just so I could see how the gun would behave, and so much better than the rattle can bullshit.
0: Wow, yeah. Uh,
1: and I imagine you're never gonna end up getting like that frosty fucked up look from your clear coat coming out of an airbrush.
2: Cur-cur rag, yeah, it basically replaced all my priming and varnishing, so it's well, well worth it just for that. I and mean, if you can master the the highlighting and shading aspects of it, um, can't go wrong.
1: Yeah, that's going to be significantly more expensive investment, though. But but once you get the basics down, you get really motivated, and I'm all stoked up now. That's why I finally pulled the trigger. I'm getting that getting that gun. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, check it. Just just get a fucking cheap one. The Posh VL, man. I'd say try and buy one that's never been used, quote unquote. <laughs> because if the needle or the tip is fucked, yeah. you're gonna have problems straight away. Um, if you do get the Posh, just take the two bigger needles. Actually, just leave them in the box and never touch them. Just get the smallest needle and the smallest tip. Part of the issue I had with the biggest needle is that the tip was really long. So if you were – like the part that you know kind of screwed over the end of the gun. So there's this like eighth to quarter of an inch, I guess just dead space. And by the time you've sprayed for 20 minutes and the paint has slowly closed that off because it's coming out and drying there right away. So I don't – that tip was a piece of shit and I wouldn't recommend it. I've been watching a lot of – anger video game nerd, so I'm kind of talking <laughs> like he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways, yeah, get yourself a cheap air. If you've been thinking about it, if you want to dabble in it for under a hundred bucks, I think you could probably get yourself set up and uh it just as a person who finally fucking jumped into it, it's it's pretty awesome once you get the hang of it. So and I I maybe have like I have less than 10 hours into actually spraying and working with it. You know, maybe more like six hours is what I've actually worked on it with. And it's it's already like, holy shit. It, when it starts clicking, it's really cool. The only real fucking hassle is cleaning the thing because that's a son of a bitch. But it is what it is. I don't have any little brushes either. So mm-hmm. well, that's why when I when I bought my good airbrush, if you go on eBay – they offer different bonuses with the brush. So you just find a bonus that has brushes. And I got one that has brushes and paint. So not that I'm not a big fan of the paint even. I'd rather spray like regular acrylic model paint because it covers them so much better. But whatever.
2: Yeah. Well, I think there's different kinds of paints. But um, yeah, I know folks that definitely they just use regular paints and thin it down. So
1: Don't thin with water. I always thin with like alcohol. Isopropyl alcohol right out of the fucking bottle And some reducer You can't spray like normal Miniature acrylics without putting some reducer Slash extender You need the extender is what you need Otherwise it will dry right away as it comes out And you'll get like little fuzzy shit on your model Is my understanding from all the YouTube videos i watched but, but yeah it's It's been fun I'm really stoked on it right now So
2: Cool Yeah I want to see what you whip out you have to but let yeah. me know how it goes when uh that new airbrush arrives.
1: Next time you uh if you ever come over here for recordings again, you'll see that the whole fucking downstairs table is just covered in models I've been base
0: coating. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: there's there's ton, anything I could find, I was like, Oh yeah, I could base coat this, I could base coat this. So I'd spit on a fucking tear while mm-hmm. while I was waiting to pull the trigger. It was a little it's a little rough spending three hundred bucks on something, but
2: whatever.
0: Mm-hmm
1: so check us out over on patreon we're there
2: okay yeah we got a couple new patrons since last time we got from the south lennon roy remember him he came up to uh one of the Wapacas, and then christian nilson as well so thank you lads and we are firmly over the three week mark now so we got a double down and figure out our schedules and try to work that out but
1: I wasn't even aware of that that's why uh, I think I hit you up like two days ago
2: (laughs) yeah we weren't gonna hit it anyways so yeah thank you everybody for contributing and uh, yeah we're gonna we're gonna try to hit that mark by this one didn't hit it'll be a a freebie this time so you guys will be getting off in the month of January so son of a
1: bitch Rogers
2: (laughs) that's the way she goes um but okay, I think that's it. I got to get back to making train here, John.
1: All right, well, fucking suck my balls. s my be'es) <laughs>